what we described in the first chelik of the sugya of the halacha is the fact that when a deal is uh, a mekach is agreed on, agreed to by two parties, and then something is found which clearly is indicative that the merchandise that's being passed on is not of the level of quality that was agreed on. Well, we use the terminology of yofois finimza rois. In that context, we say there never was a sale. I contracted as a customer, I contracted for a certain level of quality. Who determines that level of quality? Again, there might be various factors. What's accepted in the industry, the wording of the star between us, local custom, certain levels of quality are determined by Shulchan Aruch, and certain levels of quality that are in Shulchan Aruch could be that local custom, FDA uh, quality control can upend that. That's a case of Minik Mavapal Halacha. But in any case, whenever the criteria for what was sold, what was bought, is not met, then we, the way we look at that is that there's a bit of Mecca, there is no Mecca. So the way we see it is that the Moikah that's holding on to money for a Mecca that never happened, that never was, that money doesn't belong to him. The money that the, I'm sorry, the merchandise that's Biyad HaLukah also doesn't belong to the Lukah, which obviously begs a very straightforward question. So now what? So now what? I, the money is pretty straightforward. The money, if I'm holding on to money that doesn't belong to me, I have to return it. That's a no-brainer. But what about, as a customer, I'm holding on to a behemoth that doesn't belong to me. So what, what happens now? Can I do whatever I want with the behemoth? Can I jump the behemoth? Can I just let it loose? Do I have to return it? Who has to pay for the shipping, handling, and so on and so forth? That's what I'd like to delve into now. It seems like there's really two ways to approach this topic. The Nesivis' position will explain by being Magdim, the sugya that really the Paiskim are coming from. It's really a sugya in Baba Basu, Dab Tzadik Beis, Tzadik Gimel. The case over there is Hamoicha Zeroinim Lechaver. It's a Mishnah in Baba Basu, Dab Tzadik Beis. Somebody sells seeds to sell. Now, seeds could be two things. Seeds could be the type of thing that you have Friday night after the Suda while you're sitting around the Shmuzi. Um, the more valuable type of seed is the seed, obviously, that's taken for agricultural purposes, for planting. Now, some seeds, when you put into the ground, they don't grow. So, I bought seeds from you. I meant to buy seeds that were of better quality, that can be planted, that are a good investment. The seeds you sold me didn't take root, didn't sprout, and it's clearly... That's, you know, something you have to see in the sugya. Of course, when there are factors that the moichir can say, look, I sold you good quality, there was a tornado, there was a wind, there was a heat storm, and so on and so forth. All those things, the onus of getting back the money from the moichir will be on the lekech. The lekech is going to have to prove himself. Which, of course, would then, you'll have to stick in, this is all in parentheses, that if the lekech hadn't paid yet, Moidi talking the lekech would be able to say, look, I'm not paying you because I claim that it was of inferior quality. You go prove it. So, of course, that goes into the regular sugya of Hamaitzi Mechaber Olavaraya, which is what happens if there's different ways to look at a certain type of thing. People, sometimes people buy it for this purpose as an animal, the Gemara discusses. It can be either used for a barbecue or it can be used for work. Most people buy animals to work in the field. That often you have a major barbecue, but everybody needs, in those days at least, everybody needed animals to make the farm happen, to make the farm work. So if it's not rotary for farm work, but it definitely will make a good meal, 
there's a roiv like this, a miut like that. So there the Gemara does discuss things in terms of who's the muktzik and who's the maitzik. Okay. But let's say the position is quite clear. And there's, of course, the fact that I took the seeds and um, I mean, you could talk about taking a car, taking an apartment. If we look at the Mekkah toys as being a function of the Mekkah is not a Mekkah, so then by definition, the cow, the car, the apartment, of course, doesn't belong to the buyer. Right? If he wants his money back, that means there was no deal. There was no Mekkah. There's no Mekkah. So then it, the merchandise doesn't belong to him. If it doesn't belong to him, so we discussed, if he uses it, maybe he's going to have to pay a rental fee on that. You know, at what point do we say that using it means is indicative that he wants it. Explains in the Sivis that any way that the Moicha will, the Lekech, I'm sorry, the buyer, will mistreat the merchandise, the merchandise has to go back to the owner. If the Lekech will mistreat the, the, he'll kick it, he'll destroy it, he'll take a baseball bat to it, that of course will be Mavatul Tainus Mechet Toys for the very simple reason that he's a Mazik. He's a Mazik, it's not yours. If you buy the car, you rent the apartment, and it turns out that the quality of the Mecca wasn't up to par, so then you didn't rent the apartment. You didn't buy the car. You didn't buy the seeds. Now, by the seeds, is something very interesting, because when, as soon as you put seeds into the ground, they rot, they disintegrate. Would we look at that, that the Lekech has been negligent, and now he can't get his money back? No, of course not. Because you know when I come into your seed store, into your agriculture, you know, your produce store, that if I'm buying the seeds to put into the ground, you know I'm going to do it. That can't be considered an act of vandalism on my part. So, of course, there I'm not going to have to pay you back. But if it would be if I rent a car, and then I'm frustrated because I see the car wasn't what I wanted, and I, you know, just to let out some frustration, I drive the car about 140 miles an hour, and that kills the transmission... There, I won't be able to then come back to you and say, look, I want to give the car back. It's not the car that I want because the air conditioning is not working. Sorry. Uh, you will massive the car now. That's your responsibility. And that's that's a that's a basic rule over here. Now, in the normal case where the person doesn't do a nice mazik, so at the very least, I, I get a delivery by uh, that's sent to me by a store. And it wasn't the way we made up. They sent me an embroidered talus bag, and the name is spelled wrong, right? I'm not going to walk around the next 20 years with a talus bag that has uh, my, the, wrong, the wrong first name. I want my Enoch to be named after me, not, uh, not to have the wrong name. So I want to send it back to you. So what happens? Could I just leave it outside? So the Nesivis understands that the responsibility, the way it's brought in Shulchan Aruch, that, you know, this was an honest mistake. You sent me something. There was a mistake here. Okay. I'm a shoimer on it until it gets back. And the, the position the Siddha says is, of course, that part of that responsibility for the Mecca is that the customer has to call the store back. He has to be responsible about it. Part of that responsibility is, is that you have to call them back. You have to, let's say the Gemara discusses an animal where I bought the animal. The animal's not up to par. So now I'm just going to leave the animal in the, in the barn. I'm not going to do anything with it. It needs care. It needs better food. It's not my animal. I don't care. 
But if I didn't tell you, so who's taking care of the animals? What happens if the animal dies next week? Because of negligence, until you can't pick it up, I didn't tell you. So it depends. If I did have time to tell you, if I didn't have time to tell you, but all that is under the umbrella idea of that there's responsibility on the part of the customer to give back the behemoth as is. Now let's take that in a different direction. What happens in the case of the seeds, it's clear that the customer, it took him work and it took him time and then he might have had to hire workers and so on and so forth to plant those seeds. All that work went up in smoke. Is the fellow who sold him, right? Seeds are not so common today, but think about it this way. I sell you an air conditioning unit and then it takes you hours to install it and so on and so forth. I sell you a piece of machinery and then you spend hours installing it, calling the electrician, right? All that work, all that time, all that drilling in the wall is for naught because the machinery doesn't work. Who's responsible for that? So Shulchan Aruch brings down B'Shem the Ramah that if the moicher was aware that the merchandise he was selling is inferior quality, so then the moicher is responsible. The Ramak calls that dina de gami. That means it's a mazik. It's outside the context of mekatayis. It's simply a mazik. By passing on something to somebody, and he relied on you for the quality control, and because of that, he took on expenses, work, and so on and so forth, you're responsible. The moicher is responsible. A different type of case. What happens if the Loikeh hired a truck. I buy a, uh, let's say a washer and a dryer. And I hire a van, a trucking company, to take the stuff up because I want it in my bungalow town in upstate. I pay hundreds of dollars to get that washing machine upstate. You knew that you were selling me poor quality merchandise that I'm probably, if I catch on, I'm probably going to want to return. Who's responsible for that For that, that outlay, for those old toys? Shulchan Ark says, that the Meichu is responsible. What happens if the Meichu didn't know? Dinah Degami is because he willingly schlepped somebody into a merchandise, into a Mecca with inferior merchandise. What happens if he didn't know? So that's an honest mistake. The Lekech certainly has to give back the washer dryer. Who's responsible for paying for the shipping back? And now let's say to my house, it's upstate. It's an honest mistake. So Shogunach says a different distinction. If I made it very clear when I came to the store that I was buying the washer dry, this is the washer dry that I want upstate, then it was very clear in the context that you sold it to me, so then I know about it. So then you know about it. So that's going to be your problem. The onus of getting it back is going to be on the moichim. What happens to the put a washer dryer? Right? He then loaded it onto a truck. It, the moichim, let's say, who wasn't in charge of getting the stuff home, the moichim has no idea where he's putting it. So the fact that a local uh, delivery in Brooklyn is going to cost $50. But if it goes upstate, it's going to cost $250. That's all the Lekech's problem. Now, if you think about it, that's not so simple. The Lekech pays to get the stuff upstate. The stuff is sitting in his bungalow. So what happens when he sees the washer dry, it doesn't work properly. He calls up the uh, distributor. He calls up the store that he dealt with, the showroom that he dealt with. He says, uh, get your washer and dryer out of, my, out of my bungalow. I don't want it. Give me back my money. So who asked you to bring it over there? Bring it back and I'll give you your money back. Who's in the right? Shulchanor says the mic is in the right. Lekech has to bring the stuff back. Let's go back to the case, the original case, right? Without returning the merchandise, you can't get your money back. So what happened to the guy who bought the seeds? Did he return the seeds? The seeds are disintegrated. Via the territories, it's understood that seeds are put in the ground. They disintegrate. I can't return to you your seeds. So it's quite clear that when I take a washer dryer, I don't not buy the washer dryer to have it hooked up in your showroom. It has to go someplace. 
So wherever that basic someplace is local, nearby, the moicher is responsible for. But the difference between where it would be unexpected, that you're not taking the stuff local down the block, you're taking it upstate, that extra few hundred dollars of shipping and handling, that's going to be on the lake here. Again, unless the moicher knew that it was going upstate, and he willingly took him into, he knew he was selling him for equality. Then he's called a masik, and, and the moicha will be responsible. And again, the outlay and the holes in the wall and the drilling and the workers, whatever is expected in that situation, if the moicha knows about it, then the moicha is responsible. That all goes under the umbrella of Dina Degami. But if the moicha didn't know, he put a washer dryer. Did I know that you were planning then on extending your patio because it's the right size and you made yourself an alcove? That has nothing to do with the moicha. The moicha can't be responsible for that, even if he willingly passed off inferior merchandise. Not a nice thing he did, but he can't be responsible for things that he had no way of knowing about. So this is all the Nesivis understands that this halakhs of Shem, and Nesivis points out something very interesting. Nesivis says, why would the Lekech be responsible for the washer dryer if it's upstate? Why should he be responsible? There's no, again, like we said, Mechatois means the washer dryer were never bought. So the Lekech calls him up the next day. Says, look, I don't want your washer dryer here. Get it out of here. Why should Lekech have to pay for bringing it back? Says in the scene, this clearly taking somebody's item to a place where they're going to have to pay expenses to get it back is a form of mazik. And he says that Mela has nothing to do with the context of the relationship between the Lekech and the Lekech. Let's say I pick up your cave. It's in a case where it's not thievery. And I just, I take your cow and I put it 10 miles away. It's going to cost you a certain amount of work to get it back. I have to pay for that. There's a form of mazik called um, mislocating, putting somebody else's cave in a place where they're going to have to pay hoitzois to get it back. That's a form of mazik. He understands that the responsibility of the Lekech to get the stuff back to the Moifer is because the Lekech, so to speak, in this context, took the Moifer's stuff someplace else. That's a form of Mazen. The reason why, well, let's just speak out the last detail, the reason why the Moifer has to be aware is because the Moifer is not actually doing a Maise Mazen. The Moifer is just facilitating the Lekech doing it to himself. So it's only if the Moifer knows about it that he's considered enabling the Lekech to cause himself a hefzit by taking the stuff upstate. The lekech, however, is the one who schleps it. So the lekech is being mazik the chafetzim of the moicher, despite the fact that the lekech doesn't know that it's of inferior quality. That's the difference between the two cases. This idea and everything we just discussed is in his sivis, and it's his understanding of this whole sugya. Comes along the delecher, right? we mentioned before, the Ebenazel, the Imrevina, and they understand that now. Mekach Tois is not an automatic that there's no Mekach between the two parties. There could be a Mekach, but there's a condition that quality control has to be met. Remember that we learned in the previous segment that if uh, inferior quality merchandise was delivered, if the Lekach makes his peace with it, he doesn't bother checking it over, or he checks it over and he uses it, it does, that does not need a new... Kenyan for him to, to, to hold on to it. He could hold on to it just by the, by the fact that he decided to make his peace with the mom. If that's the case, then the way they see Mekah Toys is, is that you sold me a washer and a dryer. 
there's a tenai, so to speak, a condition in the Mecca that I have a right to be mevatel that Mecca if the quality is not up to par. But part of the conditions of my being able to be mevatel that Mecca is that then I get it back to you. It's not that I'm a shaymer. It's not that I'm a mazik if I took it upstairs. It's just simply I don't have a right to exercise my pull-out clause. The ability for the lekech to pull out is predicated on the lekech undoing the sale. Undoing the sale means getting it back to the storeroom. The reason why the lekech is responsible, you can't just leave it outside in the rain. The reason why the lekech, if you took it upstate, would be mochuyiv to bring it back to the storeroom is not because he's a mazik, it's not because he's a shaymer, simply because otherwise he has no ability to tiny mekech toes. Now again, that's only the type of mekech toes where it's an issue of quality control. A mum. Mum ba mekech is considered tonight by mekech. But apples and oranges, you never bought it. So what would be, let's say, try on the following case for size. I ordered before Yomtev some, uh, some gourmet stuff from a, you know, from a local eatery. And they deliver me the stuff and I'm busy with Erev Yom things, I leave it on the back porch. Because of that, some of the stuff melts, goes bad. If we see that the reason why, let's say I do have a tiny Mecca toys, this stuff wasn't up to quality, it wasn't, you know, the, the side dishes weren't done right, etc., etc. If we look at this issue of my returning it to the store as an issue of being a shimer, and so on and so forth. It could be that there was a certain amount of negligence involved. So, Mimela would have a right to, uh, to claim my toys because I now am responsible for the cost of the item if, I, if it was my fault that it got ruined. But, let's say we see this as just part and parcel of the responsibility of the, I'm sorry, of the schus of being is about that I have a right to but I have a responsibility also to get you back to Chayfet. At the end of the day, I didn't get I didn't get you back to Chayfet. But what happens if we're talking about two different things? If we're talking about apples and oranges, so then there is no Mecca. According to the first Mahalach, I could still be a Shaymer. Let's say I ordered from you dish A and the store delivered dish B. Did I buy dish B? I didn't buy it. But I can still be a shamer on it. I still have your item. There's still a certain level of responsibility there. Why not? But if we look at it as I have a responsibility when I want to be mavatl the mecca, I have a certain level of responsibility in order to exercise my schools. That's all around being mavatl the mecca. By apples and oranges, the mecca never existed in the first place. So if it never existed in the first place, I have no responsibilities for your thing. So if I put it on the back porch and because of my negligence or it was put on the back porch, I didn't bother bringing it in. If it's apples and oranges, then I have absolutely no responsibility for, 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 for those uh, for those It happens sometimes with cars, sometimes with machinery. Machinery, you try the machinery on, the stuff is delivered, especially heavy machinery. It's not up to par. There's a problem with some of the uh, some of the some of the parts. And you want to return it, but what you do is you dump it in your garage, you don't bother calling. Right? You, you have a business, you have a big garage, you dump in the garage, you don't bother calling. The stuff from ice uh, sits out, it gets rusty. A month later, you get around. What's your level of responsibility for the stuff? If it's apples and oranges, you have no responsibility. But if we look at it as, well, if you want to be with Apple the Mecca, 
So then, the same way you have a right to be mevakel you also have a responsibility to get it back to the owner. If by letting it sit around and not calling, that caused a downgrade in the quality of the machinery, they could have fixed it, but now that it wasn't returned, it gets back to them, it was dumped in a storeroom, and now a month later, the, the wood, uh, you ordered a piece of furniture, you don't, you know, it's not of right quality. It could have been fixed. You could return to that. You have a right, Mekech tolls. But now that you dump the stuff in your storeroom, there's a certain amount of mold there, so the wood got warped and now it can't be fixed. Whose responsibility is that? You don't have a right to be mevatel the Mekach if you weren't Mekayim your responsibility of calling them up and getting the stuff back. That all is a factor over here in Mekach toys. And maybe you weren't Mekabal, uh, maybe you weren't Mekabal Shmira. On, the, on, the, on that level, maybe you weren't Mekabal Shmira on the Chavit. If you go to the second Mahalach. Messias' Mahalach is that you're a, uh, you're a regular Shreiman. So to recap, the two Mahalchim that we have over here is the Nesivis sees that there's no Mechach between the two parties. The Moicher has to give the money back. Lekech obviously has nothing to do with the Chayfids. Let the Moicher come take his Kabetzim. Theoretically, if the Moicher knew and maliciously passed on damaged material, and he knows that the Lekech is going to pay money, work, and so on, he could be a Mazik. If the Lekech is holding on to the Chafetzim of the Moicher, the Lekech can have a new din, absolutely nothing to do with the oldest Mechach toys. The Lekech can be, so to speak, a Shoimer, which is a totally different area in Aloko, but has nothing to do, it's not part and parcel of the Mechach toys process. Mazik has nothing to do with Mechach toys, Shoimer has nothing to do with Mechach toys. That's according to the Nesivis. And with that, the Nesivis branches off into proving various Chedushim in Hilchas Mazik and Hilchas Shoimer and so on and so forth. The other approach, which would keep any, everything that we just discussed in the umbrella of Mechaktos, is to say, look, Mechaktos is not an automatic. In the regular case of something being inferior quality, Mumba Mechak, Yofos Venimsis Royce, then the relationship between the two is like this. Look, you have a responsibility to deliver quality goods. I have a right, if I didn't get quality goods, in a responsible way to undo that Mechiri and to say the Mechiri never happened. The definition of a responsibility on a customer's part is returning the stuff in a timely fashion, taking responsibility for it, but that's all part of his right. Part of rights is responsibility. So if you have the right to be mevatel lemekar, that carries with it the responsibility of doing that in a responsible way. The point that we just made is that according to this ma'aluk, what happens if it's not a matter of being mevatel lemekar, it's not mum lemekar, but it was apples and oranges. Apples and oranges, there's no sale. I don't have to be mevatel mekach. There's absolutely no agreement between us as to oranges. We made up apples. So when the oranges get to me, I have no responsibility. I don't have to return them to you. It has absolutely nothing to do with me. I, I never made up with you without buying oranges. So my telling, my calling up on the phone and saying, I don't want oranges, is not a right. It's, it's, it's a reality. There was no mekach on the oranges. I don't have any responsibility. When I put that, when I make that phone call to you and say, hey, give me back my money, that does not inf- put on me any level of responsibility in returning it to you in a timely fashion. Of course, I can't take out a gun and shoot it. I can't put it outside in the sun just out of frustration, but I certainly have no responsibility for this stuff. 
That will be the difference between the two Mahalachim. And this plays itself out all over. This could be in machinery, it could be in cars, it could be in furniture, it could be in catering, events. You know, the, the cases are endless. 